Hello and welcome to Modern Lead Her, the podcast for women who are leading or aspire to lead in corporate and want to feel good on the way to the top. My name is Emma Clayton, I'm your host and I'm here to tell you that you don't need to sacrifice your soul in the name of success. We're going rogue on the old paradigm of overworking and over-delivering to prove yourself worthy of a seat at the table. In favour of a more balanced approach that is rooted in knowing who you are as a leader and what you want from life beyond the salary and status of your job. We're diving in deep with this conversation, which meets you at the intersection of your personal and professional development. Expect no frills, real talk, and tangible advice to help you experience more confidence, more impact, and more fulfillment in work and life. Welcome to Modern Lead Her. Let's get into it. The traditional leadership model is outdated. Created by men for men, the corporate world is naturally masculine in its approach. Women have learned to earn a seat at the table by acting like men. But while she looks like a successful, confident woman from the outside looking in, she doesn't always feel good. She's exhausted, feels like a fraud, and is starting to question if it's all worth it. It's no surprise to me that more women than ever resonate with feeling like an imposter when they're acting like someone they're not. It is time for a new era of healthy feminine leadership that the world is crying out for. The woman that can set down the mask of fake confidence and bring her whole authentic self to the table will not only address the workplace balance, but shift the shape of corporate as we know it. This is Modern Lead Her. Modern Lead Her is best described as a movement that supports the big vision I have for the world. That being very much to address the workplace balance as we see it. And I don't mean work-life balance. When I look at the workplace, I'm seeing it out of whack. It's like fundamentally out of balance. And it's weighted towards a masculine approach. And there is no surprise with that because, let's face it, corporate was created by men for men. This masculine environment that we're looking at What do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about a very analytical, very strategic, very operational focused approach to the workplace. And actually what women bring naturally in terms of a more feminine approach is more creativity, more collaboration and connection and communication, all the C's. (laughs) So I think when we get to the top of the organisation, that's what we're missing. That's where it's still out of balance. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about addressing the workplace balance is bringing more of those feminine qualities into leaders at the top. What Modern Leader does is it gives you an updated model of leadership to try on, to see if it fits, and then to walk boldly into your career it allows you to determine the identity that is who you want to be as a leader that is not based on a model of the past but is based on a vision of the future and actually I don't believe that we have to sit here and wait for the old system the old paradigm the old culture to really crumble 
around us because that may never happen in our lifetime. We get to put a stake in the ground and say, this is who I am as a leader and this is how I'm going to show up. I meet you at that intersection between your professional development and your personal development. And that is because you can't have one without the other if you're going to truly affect change. So there is work to do, my friends, on building our self-belief, on building our self-worth and using that when we do show up in the room, using that to expand our presence, to help other f- others feel our presence because we feel ourselves. The modern leader knows, likes and trusts herself. Working with women, we have so much complexity when it comes to our relationship with ourselves. And so another big part of my journey over the last decade or so has really been to not only get to know myself and who I am and what my skills and qualities and all that are, but to actually learn to like myself and learn to love the skin I'm in. And it's only when you have those two parts of the equation, the knowing yourself and the liking yourself, that you can actually trust yourself. Trust yourself to make good decisions. Trust yourself to know what to do next. Trust yourself to know what's best for you. Trust yourself to choose wisely, to trust your judgment and your intuition, to trust your body and your emotions, as well as your bright mind your smart thinking and when we can trust ourselves just imagine how we show up in a leadership role how we show up in meetings how we communicate with our team how we communicate with our stakeholders with our customers when we trust that the words will come up when we trust the words that fall out of our mouth when we trust the decisions and the viewpoints that we bring when we trust our value, it's powerful. Foundation number two for the identity of the modern leader, which is that she leads herself. There are the leaders who walk the talk and practice what they preach. And then there are the leaders that don't. It might be that you can pick up on something really subliminal, real subtle, but Ultimately, there is this incongruence in what the person is saying and how they're showing up or what the person is doing and who they're being behind the scenes, behind closed doors. When I first started my coaching and mentoring business in 2017, I had very much come so far in my journey with my relationship with food that I really wanted to help other people with their relationship with food. So I marketed myself as the Food Freedom Coach and launched the Food Freedom Academy. And I was wondering why no one signed up. And that's because I was still secret binge eating. It wasn't as bad at the same scale as it was before, but I was still doing it. I still hadn't truly overcome myself where that was concerned. I wasn't fully leading myself. So if I wasn't fully leading myself, how could I possibly expect others to follow? 
So I want to ask you this question and I want you to be super honest with yourself. Who are you being behind closed doors? Who are you being when you're on your own? I encourage you to ponder on those questions and like I say, be super honest with yourself. Are there some pieces of you that you're hiding or some parts that you leave behind at home because if you were to show those parts, maybe it would be deemed that you weren't good enough to do the job. You don't know enough, you're not qualified enough, you haven't got enough experience, you're not doing enough, you're just not enough. And I call this the mask of fake confidence. So I appeared confident. I would do some really crazy stuff that, you know, you'd assume you'd have to be confident to say yes to. Yet I still had this conflict inside. When I'm saying she brings her whole self to the table is that she's actually done the work to heal those parts of her that she once rejected and bring them back online, bring them back into the room. Because you know what? You're too emotional in inverted commas. Might look like the occasional vulnerable moment, but do you know what that does? It means that person in your team that's having a hell of a bad time right now at home because they're dealing with sick parents or sick babies or or money problems and concerns, it, it gives them bloody permission to be vulnerable with you. You're too muchness, too loud, too impatient. That gets attention. It gets shit done. Bringing those things back online to make you the whole person that you were when you came onto this planet before the world got its hands on you and started telling you that it's not okay to be who you truly are. That is where the magic happens. There are qualities and traits that you have as a natural mother or friend or wife, partner, that you can also bring in to being a leader. And these tend to be more feminine traits than the more masculine ones that we were talking about at the very beginning. So just introducing this idea that men and women have both masculine and feminine qualities and traits within them, right? And what we've seen from how we looked at things at the very beginning of this podcast was that we are operating as women in a very masculine environment and we've taken on a lot of those masculine traits and we operate largely from that place. But actually, we have all these feminine traits, as do men. But more naturally, we tend to leave them at home. And what we want to do is bring them into the workplace. This is where we're going to address that workplace balance. So I'm talking about things like the level of empathy that you hold for other humans. The level of vulnerability that you're comfortable in. Brené Brown talks about the power of vulnerability. It is still a much underestimated, underrated quality that actually as women we we hold. We're more vulnerable at our time of month, for example. Then there's our intuition. It's that kind of knowing. It's not something that you've had to analyse to death. You just have this feeling or this knowing that you know the next 
best step to take or you know what the answer is or you know what to do next. It's so underrated, yet it is so powerful when it's used to its best ability. If I was to sum up this foundational piece, it is that we want to honour the way it was done before by not stepping into your predecessor's shoes, but bringing your own unique style, experience, knowledge and character to the role. And this, with all the other pieces, building that know, like and trust, leading yourself first, bringing your whole self to the table, we will slowly, one woman at a time, address the workplace balance and shift the shape of corporate as we know it. (laughs) 